Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. I'm Johnny Smith. I'm Richard Porter. And this is Smith & Sniff, a podcast in which two friends talk about cars and loads of other things. Loads. We're in a showman's caravan. In a showman's trailer. At the weekend yeah. of off of Goodwood Festival and all that. Yeah. Um, Hi, guys. Uh, it's Friday night. Yes. Friday of Goodwood. Um, we are in a showman's trailer in a field near Goodwood. Yes. Um, you might hear... The pending storm warning. Yeah. So, as we record this, we don't know what's happening tomorrow. There are rumours swirling that uh, the festival of speed may be cancelled. Which I don't know if it ever has. No, I'm not sure. Apart from the COVID spec. Yeah. But, um... So, um... So, well, that's so. There's a, forgive us that we sort of could be we 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 don't know what's happened over the weekend, but we can tell you what we've been up to, and hopefully you may have already seen what we've been up to recording videos for Goodwood's YouTube channel. Yeah, you might have mentioned. So we've been here since. Um, when have we been seeing? Well, Wednesday night is when we arrived at the Airbnb together. We rendezvoused. Oh, yes. Me in the base model Citroen C3 on hubcaps. <laughs> yes. You in the sensibly coloured Lexus electric vehicle. Yeah, I've got a Lexus UX Pure Electric 300E, which yep. is I'm <coughs> testing and writing about and reviewing because it has a bigger battery now. Yeah, mm. it needed it. Yes, although I noticed the battery isn't quite big enough to be able to get me home tomorrow i think unless well, well after we've recorded this podcast you can give it a tickle on the three pin and then, <laughs> then it will trip then it will trip the entire caravan I out say, then, i don't the only three pin socket i can see in here which i've plugged my phone into already doesn't actually isn't quite attached to the wall oh yeah i have noticed that it's, it's not reassuring massive shout out to the the caravan owner owners uh lewis and vicky thanks again for giving us this Amazing facility. Yeah, sorry uh, for slagging off these plug sockets. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, we um, we are here in person. Um, Goodwood. Our two days at Goodwood have been a mixed bag because Thursday weather was pretty good. warm, mild. Yeah. Uh, people were sitting outside. Sitting outside, it was lovely. Yeah, it was. It was great. We it had was... to blag our way. We'd done. We were filming, weren't we? We were wandering around. We had to blag our way into the Porsche hospitality. Uh, because we saw one of the PR guys sitting outside and we attracted his attention and I said to him, please, can I just come in and sit down? Yeah. I don't want any free booze, I don't you, want any food, I just want to come in and sit down. You were honest. my back hurts. Yeah, I, we were quite broken. Yeah. And I'm actually quite broken thing, now. Yeah. You are broken now. I'm sinusy, I feel like I've got a common cold coming <clears> on, coming on, spooling up, basically. <laughs> I've got a cold spooling up. Uh, so it's spooling spo- up. And I... Um, what I've what I've done is I've I've taken some cold and flu plus caplets. Oh, bloody hell! Wow, that was a big gust of wind. The van just the ran. van actually swayed, and this is a serious caravan. Yeah, on double double tires, double. Um, it's on lorry axles. 
Is it? Because it's a showman's caravan. It's got like a, a bogey at the front. Oh, yeah. It's got a turny bogey. I thing. went over that end of it to have a wee outside <coughs> just now. And I noticed it's still got long vehicle signs attached to that end. I'd never noticed yeah, that. Yeah, before, yeah, yeah. It was travelling up until it was purchased. Yeah. Yeah. Well, no, it's, well there it's we a, go. It's a big unit, but it just wobbled in quite <laughs> a significant way. So that's good. Um, yes, you're a bit ropey. I'm a bit ropey, so excuse me if I, I sound a bit sinusy or maybe just mildly broken. Well, also because I'm a bit base, base level, yeah, a bit level, a bit because um, we've just been talking for two days, haven't we? Yeah, thanks to everyone that came up to us and whispered or didn't whisper, actually shouted or heckled uh, words like "otsot." Um, find another find another, find another was shouted a few times yeah, we had it and pointing yeah. shouting and pointing yeah. find another and thank you to whoever we were doing today we were just starting a piece to camera at the opening of our oh the uh, supercar paddock no it was the one where we were in the first glance paddock and we had to do our opening bit where we go hi on this and on that and we, here we are and it's this and I, I was doing my bit of going we're here in the first glance paddock and someone walked by and just shouted spot in the background <laughs> and it really threw me off when that video is published I don't know when that will be out it's probably after the festival speed now but when that comes out I don't know if the mic's picked it up we'll see but um, also apologies to the man well sort of apologies to the man who this morning you know parking in those big fields massive fields that are probably quite muddy right now despite setting off in plenty of time we turned up we were supposed to our call time was eight o'clock i pulled into that field at eight parks was just gathering my stuff guy in an audi pulled in next to me but he pulled in really close like 10 inches from the door well you could open the door but it was just close bearing on it's a field everyone tends to park a respectful non-dinging distance away and he pulled but i was on the phone to you and so i was i was going yeah anyway so what the fuck and he saw me doing (laughs) so you mouth it yeah he was obviously quite good at lip reading it doesn't take much to work out so then i got out and he went oh i'm really sorry and I was a bit stressy and I had, had a coffee and I went, well, it's not Tesco, is it? You could, we're in a field. Oh, I know. I'm sorry. Uh, it's just I saw the guy waving us in. There was a marshal waving him in and he just sort of very literally followed the marshal into a space that's too close. But anyway, so sorry for being a bit narky about that, but we were all a bit stressed for being, because we were late the first morning. To meet yeah, we were. Well, it, it took, took me an hour and a half today to do eight miles. Mm. Um, won't dwell on it. Um I've just noticed right next to us is an airbed, which I'll be sleeping on in a few hours. Mm. And it's flocked. What? It's flocked on this oh, side. Look, it says the, on the yeah, package, yeah, double yeah. flocked airbed. Double flocked. Flocking. So is there anything anything that you can think of that's flocked apart from rally dashboards and oh, yeah. that airbed? Where? See Sorry, it. Really look. Oh, you know, it's a nice bit of flocking, though. Well, it's double flocked. Double flocked. How do you double flock? When you flock and then wait a while, <laughs> well, and then, then you flock again, don't you? <laughs> if you if you don't succeed during your first flock, you flock, flock again. and flock again. Um, um, but then rally dashboards are always quite. I feel like quite can be quite thickly flocked. Yeah, they, they are. So are they double, maybe even triple flocked? And flocking is a real art because it? it involves negatively charging the. Flocks, the, 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 the um, yeah, 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 because you know, there's little tiny hairs. 
<laughs> Stop mocking the process. No, it's actually quite. Actually, I'm going to have to admit right difficult. now. I don't actually know how flocking works. Well, I know. There's a guy in my. In fact, I'm going to do it now. There's a what? guy on my phone who's like Captain Flock. What's his name? You think he's called Raj? He's amazing at flock. He's like the Britain's leading flocker. <laughs> yeah, I kid you not. Hang on, is, he's in my WhatsApp. Is he, or is his mum better because she's the mother flocker? Yeah, hang on, here he is. Yeah. What's the name of his business? Hang on. Why do you have a flocking man in your phone? Hey. Why? Because uh, he's because he's going to do some flocking for me. He's, 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 <laughs> What's he's, he having flocks? I'm having the. I can have the Allegro dashboard flocked. Are you? Yeah. The reason being. There's a crack in the top of it because being British Leyland, you know, yeah. they, they they twist and they warp, mm. and they're actually hard to find intact dashboards. Mm. And I thought if I get it, you can get it flocked in almost any colour you want. Mm. I can get it flocked in a matching brown to what was the vinyl dashboard. Uh-huh. It'll it might be a little really subtle motorsport hat tip. Yeah, but it will solve the problem of having a cracked dash top as well. Yeah. And he flocks so well. Yeah, it's right. Just like the dashboard in the Allegro Six R Four. Oh, this imagine is... that. An Allegro Six R Four. Yeah. Well, I, I the... just invented a, a yeah, fantasy yeah, yeah. car. Get okay, but someone will AI generate an image of that now. Well, at least re- I hope they will. <clears throat> well, Retro Power. Yeah. The Buzzness in Hinkley, who make <clears throat> astonishing resto mods. Yeah. They are building two pretty much blank check. Allegro resto mods for a, for a, for a well heeled customer who's also commissioned. What for the same customer? They're brothers. Oh, okay. And they're they're, they're they've commissioned six cars. They haven't told me what the, the the last two are, but there's a pair of Agros and a pair of Princesses. What? And they are blank check resto mods. I oh kid my you not. god! I've seen some of the renderings for the Princess. Yeah, and they are unholy. Oh, is this the Princess you've told me about, or is this a separate one? It's a separate Princess. Bloody hell! Yeah, it's all kicking off. Sounds like it. There's there's people building rapid BL chariots um, all over. I this love is it. just remind me of something that happened last night. You're talking about brothers. Do you remember yeah. when we were desperately searching for food along the south coast? Yeah. Or sort of t- approaching the south coast. Uh, yeah. We were staying in a little place called Selzy. Selzy or Selzy? Selzy. Yeah. I still can't get it right. I keep thinking it's called Selby or something because Selzy sounds made up. Selby is a place, but Selby it's Selby is up north. It's so. in the Wirral or something, isn't it? Or oh, I thought it was in Yorkshire, but no. The oh, York maybe this. Derby Knots. Coalfield is Selby not. Oh, God. Oh, going back to before this. we... Mo- sorry about to interrupt. Flock. Yes. Raj at Autoflock Motorsport. Okay. He's the man. Autoflock.co.uk. Great. He's not paying me to say that. I know he's good. Okay. Everyone who's anyone says, if you're getting flocks, flocking stuff done, <laughs> speak, speak, speak to Raj. Right, so just man. explain to me how flocking works. You negatively charge you have, the flock. You have to negatively, yeah, and then you have to you and have then, to then positively charge the item that it's going to adhere to. But how do you do that if it's, say, um, a pencil or a tissue box or something? Or you can't? I can't really remember, but Raj knows. Because if and it doesn't conduct... A current. How does an Allegro dashboard conduct a current? I, I can't remember. Okay, just, well, you're I'm asking me questions, live. questions until you break. I can't remember, okay. but all I know is to get it. It looks easy, and there are DIY kits. And in okay. Raj's words, they're all quite shit. So, <laughs> so he said, what usually happens is people do it DIY, realise they've ruined it, and then they call him. <laughs> does it? I imagine if you do it badly, does it then all just brush off? 
it, it brushes off. It, it's patchy, so it's a bit oh. like you trying to cut your the, your own hair. Yeah. Well, <laughs> it never, it yeah, never so quite works. It. Yeah, yeah. It's patchy. There's yeah. low points. There's high points. Mm. So he says that it, it, it basically it's a bit like being a really accomplished painter, a car mm. painter. Mm. You have to apply it evenly, mm. but the, the the skill is because this stuff is it's like threads of hairs. Yeah, it. They're strands, so they they don't all lie in. The, you want them to lie in the same way. Mm. And they don't, and they won't all lie in the same way if you put too much um, adhesive on. And if you have, oh look, look, listen, this is it's just okay. I, I, so technical. But all you need to know is if you're going to flock and you want to flock well, <laughs> try not to do it yourself. Get someone who knows what they're doing. Yeah, okay, it's a fair point. Um, I'm glad I've cleared that up, and the listeners are just over the moon about it. I bet they are. <laughs> always flockery. Flock. <laughs> Every time uh, I see a motorsport dash, I just yeah. point and shout "flock," <laughs> because it's just fact. It's fact. You're not lying. Just pointing and saying it. Flocked. No. So last night, um, we were heading back towards our uh, Airbnb in Chelsea, and. On what happened on uh, Wednesday night, oh, we gosh. discovered that nowhere in Chelsea was still serving food no. at the absolutely unreasonable time of nine o'clock. Yeah, the clock struck nine and everything that sells food just stopped. I don't know. Maybe we're being big city folk, except. Well, I'm not though, am I? No, you're not. I suppose I'm not really anymore, but the just yes, it was that thing where everywhere had stopped serving food. Even the pubs were still open, but they weren't yeah. doing food. Chef's gone home. Yeah, it's eight fifty-five. What's he up to? Yeah, um, but we did find a curry house. That was all fine. So, Although we ate very late, and yeah. we can all relate to this if you're listening. You know, when you have a a large dinner and then and then it's late, so you're pretty much finishing dinner and then going to bed. Mm. There's not much in between, and your tummy is as tight as a drum, <laughs> isn't it? Mm. And I couldn't lie down for ages. I was actually massaging my stomach just to oh. try and get the cauldron wor- oh. working. I know? think the walk home helped. The walk home helped immensely. If you know Celsi, the curry house is at one end of the sort of high street, and we were staying sort of past towards the sea, basically. We never saw the sea. Well, we saw it from a distance, and we kind of know what it looks like already. We, it's a big grey twat. But we... Because, we've established in previous episodes. Because we, because we stayed in a, in a seaside-related sort oh, of yes. annex of someone's house, Airbnb spec, how much nautical accessorising was there in the rooms? I mean, it was, it was, it was a, a huge, huge accessorising of the nautical so, nature. So, just an absolute classic. As we mentioned before on the podcast about... Coastal rental properties inexplicably always <laughs> decorated with coastal themed shit. But over, a bit overly coastal. And as I believe you pointed out when we mentioned this, it was a live show, wasn't it? It's like you don't have an Airbnb in London and find it's been decorated with pictures of stabbings. So why is it that all coastal properties have to have pictures of the sea and seagulls and fucking driftwood? It's just bizarre. If someone had cut, cut a big piece of MDF in the shape of a lighthouse and written, I don't know, Sandy Paradise on it. What was it? <laughs> No, it's that one. 
It was very nice, by the way. The beds were comfortable. Yeah, we're we sounding like right snacks. It, was, it was really, it was a perfectly nice place to stay. But the the coastal art is just it's it, it's a bit much. And there was that thing in the kitchen. Well, actually, there was so much coastal art on the wall that when you were trying to find the light switch, you could, I kept pressing pressing bits of art. I kept pressing a box. It was like a box canvas that yes. said something like. Life is best by the sea, or yeah. something. Okay. There was another one that said something like "smell the salty air," and you just went, I don't want to. I just want to turn the fucking lights off. I just couldn't find the light to the kitchen. You became convinced that the light switch was hidden because someone had put some more shit coast lights over it. It turns out the light switch was in fact probably far away from the room that it controlled. Well, we we left anyway. We left we left our we left our Airbnb to get a desperate late night curry. We noticed a few interesting coastal cars. Oh yeah, we saw a Volvo Nine Series. Yeah, with possibly malfunctioning self leveling rear. Suspension. Yeah, the, it was dragging the bum, wasn't it? Was it? it had a tow yeah. bar, so it led a, a heavy tow yeah, bar life. So. Oh, maybe that didn't have self leveling. It's just that a, a heavy towing life had gradually. Because there's still leaf springs on those, aren't they? Are they? Wait, was it a nine? It was nine sixty. It was a nine sixty. Maybe think. not then. No, wait. On the estate, they were. I think only the saloon got the fancier rear end. So, and you've just reminded me today in the Goodwood car park, there was a discovery too with the most saggy ass. Oh, I didn't see that. Oh, it's proper hydrofoiling. <laughs> <laughs> it, it just looked like you know, like, like a pre-runner truck, but unintentional. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Honestly, proper dog with worms. You know, if it goes over a humpback, uh, not a humpback bridge, if it goes over a speed ramp, yeah. it's, the tow bar will get all of the grinding. Oh, it'll be spark. It'll t- it, yeah, it'll spark out. Um, yeah, yeah, so, we, well, this is the thing. We we noticed in the immediate vicinity of the Airbnb, there was a Volvo 760A, um, and then uh, hiding across the street, there was a Maserati... 3,200 or maybe a 4,200 couldn't tell because it was, it was facing in a nose, carport yeah. MGTF was it? there's an MGTF which is always you know, I think uh, they're increasingly rare is that a popular seaside town car? well I don't know because I'm not sure they go a bit rotty don't they? And they so, do but then you know and so keeping it so close to salty air well in fact in salty air yeah um, well, those coolant pipes, that's a ticking time bomb. Yeah, well, at least you haven't got your suspension pipes on a TF, because an F, you're in a world of pain, your hydrogas is going to rot out. But um, And then, as we walked in search of food, the holy grail of car spots, there was a lewd. Oh, gosh, yeah. I forgot about Down the that. side street, there was a lewd, and we actually made a detour to go and look at the lewd. <laughs> and it was very tidy. It was, Particularly considering that it's proximity to the sea, it was a really tidy lewd. Prelude, yeah. Two point two, yeah. <laughs> Not fucking about, yeah. Like VTEC comes on, like body kit down on the wheels. It was, it was, was it a metallic? It was quite a high metallic. Quite a high metallic, sort of greeny, aquamarine yeah, kind of yeah, colour. Yeah, yeah. It I looked fresh. I'm not even sure if that was factory. It looked like it had a paint job. I think in yeah. recent times, but. Over fundamentally good bodywork, but it's just nice to see. It's nice a late, to see a lewd. late model lewd. Well, not a late model, so not the last lewd to be sold here. The one before, the one with the interesting tail lights and lewd behaviour. <laughs> so we enjoyed that. Um, there was, was there something else we saw that was good? 
feel like it was sort of surprising. Well, we saw a sorry Land Rover in someone's front garden that looked really. Yes, there was a 109 in someone's front garden. Dissolvy, because I mean, mm. sea salt with an old Land Rover is, is, is. And they'd left the vents below the windscreen open just to let a bit more salty air into the interior. Oh, I know what we saw in the pub car park. It was a CLK, wasn't it? With crusty arches. Oh, yes. Very crusty arches. Very crusty. They look like sort of Cornish pasty arches. Yeah, yeah. Which is, I mean, they, they do that at the best of times, but you go, I'll just go and park you by the sea and let's see what happens. Oh, oh no. <laughs> it's got completely pasty, crinkly arches. You, you reminded me, when we were doing the, um, we were walking around the Goodwood auction mm. before the auction began, doing some filming. Mm. What was the next, that, there was that amazing... Porsche 911, the 1973 oh, the RSR. RSR yeah. 3 litre R7 prototype. Yeah. And it has that cool pair of like flared wings that go around the back that meet the ducktail. Yes. And it, it it's called a, is it in a. It's called a Mary Stewart. Mary Stewart. I was about to say Dave Stewart. (laughs) (laughs) The arithmetics, because it looks like a beard. Yeah. Um, No, it's Mary Stewart because of the collars that Mary Stewart, Mary Queen of Scots used to have. So Queen of Scots spec collar. Yeah. I I mean, if you don't know what we're talking about, we'll we'll, we'll put a picture up of it. We we, haven't had a chance to watch our Bonham's auction video on the Goodwood YouTube channel. I assume they left that bit in at the end. Well, if they if they didn't, then they're fools. It'd be a bit weird because that's where we sort of said goodbye. But I suppose. But that, that, that's potentially one of the most expensive nine eleven, and according to a, a a mutual friend of ours, the most important nine eleven we know. Can we name this, this mutual? Let's name him. He's a nice guy. He's called Jean Renault, and he's, <laughs> no, a, he's, he's not. A, he's an you, actor. Yeah, you got you, you got confused again because he looks a bit no, like Jean Renault. He's he's a he's British, but he is a Jean Renault. And he uh, he's a lovely, he's a very handy driver, uh, was in films such as Leon. No, no, again, you're thinking of Jean Renault. <laughs> His name's Andrew Frankel. Sweet of, off of the The intercooler. Um, a sweet, a sweet, sweet a Sweet, guy. sweet guy who we saw a couple of times this weekend. Or this, yeah, we did. Yeah, days, he was driving we? priceless Porsche, race Porsche. Well, he's just, yeah, he's just always just driving something interesting up the hill because he can be trusted to do that. And he... Um, he is a trusted wheelman. So he's just permanently in Nomax. But he always called, fondly, I must admit, I always call him Jean Renault. He always calls me um, Terence Stamp. <laughs> and uh, he he always and this is because what because he looks like I I've never realised that he looks uh, a bit like Jean Renault. He's getting as he's getting older, he looks more like Jean Renault. And well, I as I get older, I'm apparently looking more like Superman 2's <laughs> Neil before Zod. <laughs> but then uh, because you I'm not sure me, that's an attractive feature, but I'm going with it anyway. Yeah, work with it. Yeah, I, I, but you told me that Andrew Frankel. Gets if he's in France or somewhere, he people just go up to him and assume he has had someone come up to him and and ask for you know a picture. But was he saying today? I I was talking to somebody else, and like, did I hear him saying to you it's happened to him again recently, like in Bulgaria or somewhere? He just got mobbed. (laughs) Well, we love it, does depend on what clothing he wears. And because you know, Mm. Jean Renault sometimes goes for quite a bedraggled beard, yes, it could be depending on what he's acting, yeah, 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 or just he can't be asked to shave. We've all been there. Um, but yeah, he, I think he he does get mistaken for him, and maybe people realise when he opens his mouth, he's not quite as French as what they were expecting. Maybe <laughs> <laughs> again, they assume he's for a role. He's just method. Oh, he is method. Doing quite a well-spoken Englishman. Yeah, but, he's methoding. Um, yeah. So, 
Why were we talking about this? I don't bloody know. Well, oh, anyway. that Porsche, the RSR. Yes. Which is going up for auction, not uh, this weekend or the one we- weekend's just gone, but actually in the the revival in September. Yes. Um, the, so, the revival. But... The Goodwood uh, Resuscitation, where we all get those dummies <laughs> and we clear the airways and then we press his tummy and then we press it and we, 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 we blow into his mouth. <laughs> it's a 1950s spec dummy. It's really weird. It's made out of like perished rubber and bakelite. And it's slightly creepy. Yeah, it's very it's one creepy. Thing, one thing used to, well, they still do it, I think, because my daughter was doing life-saving at school. They still chuck it into the deep end and you have to go what? and get it out. She says it's creepy AF. Oh, shit. I don't oh, AT. That. We need to talk about AT. AT? Oh, yes. When we were walking round the yes. auction, yes. admiring the different <laughs> lots. That's what you said. So we had a very, very weighty catalogue under very each weighty. arm. yeah. And I was making notes with asterisks because that makes you look like you know what you're doing. <laughs> And um, AT, AT in certain uh, territories is a sort of automatic transmission, isn't it? On yeah. an options list. I think maybe, does it, well, I was going to say it can't come from Japan because they wouldn't say that, but I, I was sure that when I was a kid and you know, I was used to collect car brochures because I'm strange and nerdy. And in Toyota and Subaru brochures, I think, it would say it would MT always say and AT and MT, yeah. yeah. It was just, and you was sort of, you had to figure that out. We'd go, oh, I see, because then you sort of two columns of performance figures or something for a model. Yeah, AT MT. AT just sounds like a Star Wars. It does sound like one of those two-legged things that walks through forests. Yeah, it's, it, it doesn't even know what transmission it wants. <laughs> it's auto trans, manual trans. Well, it may be one of those sort of slightly dead end things. You know, at some points, car makers have developed like a manual transmission, but if you want to, it'll be automatic for you in your skin. Like a pre-selected gearbox. Yeah, or those ones that like Merck and Renault did where it's like a clutchless manual. Yeah. And your left leg sort of twitches like a convulsing... Yeah. Like someone who's being electrocuted because instinctively as you move a manual gear lever, your left leg goes, better do the clutch, and there is no clutch pedal. I, I only learnt quite recently. I know people say I was today years old. When uh, I yeah, I I'm not going to say that. I know. It's a bit of a belly bellend thing to do. Well, it's part of the infantilization of adults, isn't it? It's just like people going, oh, there's only five sleeps until what? Until I smack you around the head for being childish. Yeah. Five sleeps until you discover that I pissed in your bed last week. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I, it's, um, oh, Bobbins, what was I saying? Oh, I've lost me, I've lost me. Well, uh, I've lost uh, my train of thought. You were today years old when you, what, found out that, we were talking about AT though. Which can mean automatic oh, I know. transmission. It's those, yes. It's um, it's not just Citroen 2CVs, but they, I think they came out with an optional sort of city gearbox. Citroen? Yeah, where you could leave it in first gear and it would creep really, oh. really slowly without, without you putting your foot on the throttle. Oh. And it's basically developed for Paris traffic. Oh. Now, people listening to this who know what they're talking about will probably be shouting at the on podcast. On 2CV? I'm sure that it was an option on a 2CV. Oh. And then there was other cars, but I think it was a French thing. should ask um, Ian Hubnot out of Off of Hubnut, because he knows about 2CVs. Yeah, we should do. Yeah. Um, he's not here, though. So but I think, it, I think it originated from basically Parisian congestion. Yeah, yeah. And you get, it gets boring, doesn't it? I mean, coming out of Goodwood, in the, um, the powerhouse... This is the Citroen C3 base model. What's that called again? Fun. 
U. Oh, yeah, it's called it's the called U the in Citroen C3 is it U. U exclamation mark? Don't think there is an I think if it was Italian, it would have an exclamation Well, no, because a U with an exclamation mark kind of sounds like you! Like shouting across well, a ex- car park somebody. Yeah, it's, it's accusatory, isn't it? <laughs> you! You're the guy who stole my bike! Um, it's Do you know not- what? I'm, I'm actually I'm enjoying it, because it's a bit like... You know you get simple joys from things like mopeds? Mm. You know they're not quick. Mm-hmm. But they'll yeah. they'll do the A to B job, yeah. And there's there's charms to be extracted. And I told you that the infotainment in that car is pleasantly. I like the simple. basicness of the infotainment in that car. That is yeah. true. I drove it yesterday to and from Goodwood because I let you because you let me because I asked nicely. You did, and I didn't. It wasn't as fun as I thought it was going to be. No, because it's you. You! You! It's not not fun. Fun. It's you. But I thought it would be fun because small French cars uh, tend to be quite fun. You know, 106s, 205s, AXs, all of that marquee Clio's. Traditionally, have often been quite... Even the very basic lowest powered one has a bit of spirit to it. A bit boundy, bit... Yeah, it's not bouncy and fun. It's sort of quite just... Yeah, it's not bad. It's just no, no, not, it's not bad at all. It's just not sort of uh, exciting. Anyway. No, I love the infotainment, the simplicity. Of it. In fact, I'll take a photo of the infotainment because it's hard to describe. Well, it's black and white, isn't it? And yet, it is a touchscreen, very small touchscreen, but it is a touchscreen. Yeah, and so it's, it's got the USB port right there. Yeah, and it and it does big volume bang, big volume knob, knurled volume knob. With it does Bluetooth boom like that. It yeah, does Apple it CarPlay and stuff boom like that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, no, telephone integration was just effortless. It's got a touch of dab, <laughs> and um, which is a fish. Have you? It is, yeah. Yeah, well, I mean, we've had we've had a fish and chip dinner tonight, as is traditional. Yeah, with the uh, off of Goodwood Falls. Yeah. Uh, big shout out to Andy's fish and chip shop big shout out to in Andy Chichester. Chips, yes, because Andy looks after us from a very nice man indeed. Sweet, sweet guy, and um, so yeah, I'm sure dab is a sea fish. It is, yeah. It's yeah. so, well, I, I sort of was aware that it was, but then also anyone who's who knows the uh, Julia Donaldson book Tiddler, uh, it features now this whole list of fish in this fish. Class oh, she's the uh, she's the gr- gr- gruffalo, gruffalo woman. Yeah, she's yeah. A, it's, uh, yeah. her and Axel Schaffler who illustrates them. And uh, yeah, there's a, a devilfish and dace and something and dab are all in that. And yeah, so have, have any. And I can think of two cars that are named after fish, but those names like Dace would be good. Barracuda is one. Got Barracuda, yeah. Hang on, what I mean. And then they shortened it to Cuda for the later models. Is there anything else? No, you said two cars named a fish. Well, they are two cars. Oh, I see. The Barracuda and the fish. No, no. Uh, Oh well, hang on, wait. The Stingray. Oh, Bobbin. Oh, the Manta. Manta. Oh God, we. And because the early Mantas had a really good lower front wing mm. motif that was a proper proper mm. stingray type yeah, looking yeah, mantery cool. thing there's probably others isn't there Sh- shark shark no the Datsun shark uh, and anyway, if anyone knows any good fish or, we'll get we'll get messages now there will be there's no sort of like system. Daihatsu mackerel no. <laughs> 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 like, uh, no there's not the like, Nissan Pilchard <laughs> not a car as far as it probably is in Japan though, it's a really interesting K car it's incredibly boxy Vauxhall Pollock inexplicably available with four wheel drive and an automatic transmission oh, and, and, AT it's got to have AT oh yeah. but we were talking about cc we were talking about AT because oh, yeah. I I decided, I think it was because we were getting slightly delirious, um, the filming was going on a bit. Yeah. And uh, not f- from anyone else's fault apart from ours, really. Yeah. 
And uh, I decided that AT should also stand for auction trousers. <laughs> <laughs> auction. And that's because we saw some yeah. particularly yeah. radiant, what should we say, radiant? Radiant is a good word. Yeah. And radiant. it was also quite a useful shorthand for us because at one point you sidled up to me and I just went, AT, AT, behind you, AT. AT. And I was able to turn around and enjoy a man in some absolutely were they ruddy salmon? trousers. Were they salmon? They were, actually, those were salmon, weren't they? And those salmon slacks. <laughs> you're amazing. Uh, so that what's I, I, and you always you always know when you're at Goodwood because I went, I had to pop into a fuel station on the way mm. here. Yeah, um, to get some um, decongestant. And I thought while I'm there, I'll get some. I'll get some freshly squeezed orange juice with bits, not from concentrate. And I, um, as I went, as I went into the, as I went into the the co-op uh, shop, I noticed because it's a motorsport event, one of the biggest in the world. You know, mm. people come from all around. Mm. The number of Le Mans shirts, yeah. golf golf polo shirts. Yeah. Even though we weren't in a golf fuel station, I mm. mean, maybe you get chucked out for that. I don't know. It was an SO, I think. <laughs> uh, no one was wearing an SO shirt, actually. It's amazing. No, it's funny it? they don't, do they? Golf has the a power. Special... It's the motorsport relationship, yeah. isn't it? That's, yeah, yeah. That still continues today. But um, yeah, loads. And 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 I, I, I think other motorsporty polo shirts. I think one with Hublot written on the arms. Yes, that's a good one. Is that that's uh, that's Le Mans spec, isn't it? Yeah, so endurance racing, GT or GT racing. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I was actually just watching what people were buying. I was thinking road snacks, lots of road snacks. Yeah. Um, Yes, I saw. I ran into that Sainsbury's earlier on, and there were lots of enthusiast cars in the car park yeah. and people in branded items inside the shop and it's a bit like ah oh, okay I know everyone's been here I haven't told you what? about what happened then when I was in that sort of Chichester Ring Road area yeah there's a, quite a few roundabouts yeah I was waiting to go onto this roundabout someone came barrelling onto it in a current shape courser yeah and absolutely anchored the handbrake to yeah. try and do a little sort of drifto round it got it completely wrong well no they got it okay and i was a bit like oh hello someone's <laughs> because it's wet do they they don't they have all they have a, an they electric been, handbrake they can't have surely they must have a bar still because you couldn't don't know this citron c3 because if you if you pulled hard on an electric handbrake and held it it would do an emergency stop because they're programmed to do that so yeah they must have had a bar but they then were so pleased with themselves as they went around the far side of the roundabout they had in the big roundabout yeah had another go completely 180 it and then I went to the roundabout, came, and then they were just sitting there, sort of off to the side, but facing towards me. So I stopped, and I thought, I'll let them recover their composure. But the guy just sort of sat there, and I don't know what he... And he well, uh, might have had a seizure. No, he... What? <laughs> he was... I don't know what was going on. He maybe stalled it or something, but I gave him a bit of time, and then he just looked like he was not ready to go. And so I drove on, and just as I drove on, he started moving again. I was like, what are you doing? And then... He, I looked in the mirror. He'd gone off round the roundabout, and then I heard him doing it again. I could hear the. I wonder if he'd just stolen it. Oh yeah, I thought about that. Yeah, I assumed hire car to be honest. Yeah, I thought he's on his way back to Heathrow, but his flight's not till later. He's just going to have a final bit of money's worth out of the hire car before he goes. Because a lot of people are good with, and we've met quite a few of them. We've come from yeah. overseas to. Yeah, the we event have. and uh, and I don't know. That's what it is. It's let's go, men- let's go mental. It's only a rental. Yeah, that's what it is. Yeah. I've just realised. So eighty auction trousers. Yes, 
empty motorsport trousers. Oh! You know the sort of pit crew... Yes, they mo- are... Yeah. They're technical trousers. They're technical trousers. They look like you might be able to buy them at Wix, but I don't think you can because those would be kind of you know workman's trousers. Yeah, well, they're they're, they're a, in the same genre. They are. They're a high end cargo pant working trouser. Yeah, um, and they have specific pockets for kind of certain tools. Wheel nuts. Yeah, and I actually get fo- I, I, I get envy. I, I go, I could do with a pair of those kind of motorsport trousers. Do you think they've got very strong knees so that you can... They might have slip-in pads. Have you seen the ah, slip-in pad? I have not. For the tradesman trouser, the, oh. the, the TT. The TT. <laughs> so we've got, we got the MT, the AT <laughs> and the TT. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the Isle of Man tradesman trouser uh, competition. Yeah. It's, it's, it's highly competitive. Uh, highly. So I... Uh, uh, Yes. Well, there was something else that we noticed at the well, well goutiness. Oh, there, was goutiness. Some, there was some ruddiness today from GG um, Gouty Goodwood. We were in the driver's enclosure because we had to dr- do some driving, uh, drive some driving simulators. Yes. Which I am. We're, we're both not very accomplished at, and uh, saw David Coulthard. Well, no, it was worse than that, wasn't it? Because we we were doing this thing on the. Twin driving simulator rigs in the corner. On Gra- Gran Turismo. Gran Turismo 7, yeah. driving the Goodwood track, the main circuit, not the hill climb. In, a, in an Austin Mini Cooper S. Yeah, from the 60s. From the 60s. And, uh, th- in, from the 60s. And, uh, <laughs> of course, things are different in the 1960s. Um, <laughs> and... Uh, they're, but so uh, they just because they asked us to do this as part of our presentational duties yeah good with YouTube I don't know what they're going to do with this hopefully nothing because <laughs> just, I had a torrid time because I thought we were still supposed to be presenting well we were kind of supposed to be presenting so I was kind of trying to talk around I realised I can't drive and talk on a simulator because I haven't played a motorsport game for so long no it is hard and Toka hard. was pretty much a lot bloody wheels have got too much feedback in them they're yeah. constantly bloody vibrating it's just like a real car doesn't do this stop it and I kept the, you know they were going there's paddle shifts as well so they're not really like an old mini there's not like there should have been like a sort of three foot wand coming they out of the thing with a really long throw on it well you could have done we could have gone outside and found something like a hoe just sawn the end <laughs> it's off the it. big stick from a tree well it could have because they're so yeah. wandy aren't they they're so things? wandy yeah yeah um so there are paddle shifts as well, but that's the thing, and that, that you're supposed to obviously redline it, and the display flashes to tell you what to change up. But it's just like this feels unrealistic to me because I've driven plenty of cars with an A series engine, and you cannot you cannot redline them like that because the push rods will get bent. It's like well, it'll just, also it's run out of puff by then anyway. Yeah. So well, the no firewall point. feels like it's made of crepe paper when you're revving a car. <laughs> yeah, the induction noise behind the clock behind the on a mini is, is massive <laughs> you just go oh it's so realistic no it's not yeah. it simply isn't but we were we were nobbing around making a terrible I said like a terrible job of going around the track again it's a track I've never driven and I have an awful memory for stuff like that and I was like are we here again fuck I have, a, the I have end, a bad track memory when we'd finished I realised you could change the view of course and go to that sort of higher angle so looking back on your own car and I wish I'd done that because you could see the corners coming a bit better anyway but we were nobbing about making a bit of a hash of going around it, realising or knowing full well. Right behind us, there's a table with David Coulthard, Martin Brundle and Damon Hill sitting oh, around yeah, Damon, having a chat. Damon Hill was there, yeah. And I wondered, we couldn't look back because we were trying to do this bloody game and we were on camera, but I was thinking, are they are they all sort of chatting with you? But they were all slightly distracted going, what the fuck are they doing? I was really That's tempted. Not even close to the racing line. I was tempted to ask everybody 
ask the guys to cut the cameras and say, can one of you go and ask Coulthard and Brundle to go and put green body stockings on? <laughs> and then we, we just CGI this shit. They sit in the seats with us. Mm. They, they put in a hot lap time. And then you CGI our heads onto their body stocking bodies. This is the second time this this week that we've talked about <laughs> CGI people. <laughs> why were we talking about them yesterday? They're green body stocking. Can you imagine Brundle just walking around Goodwood <laughs> yeah. without mentioning it, just in a green body stocking <laughs> with ping pong balls? What are you doing? They're like a shit Christmas tree. <laughs> Didn't you say yesterday that you decided the next time you have to go to a fancy dress party, yeah. you're going to go as a CGI I person? I'll just say I've gone as Gollum. I've gone as realistic C- yeah, Gollum. I've gone as the guy who did all the movements for them to map. Got a CGI yeah. Gollum onto. Yeah, I'll just do it. I'll, you know, I'll, I'll go to, I'll go into a, a pub, gents. I'll, <laughs> I'll get my, I'll get my Menduran's blue pill. Yeah, I'll get, oh, my, I see get my green get my green yeah. body stocking on. Yeah, and go to the party. No, fair have enough. a wild time. Um, what I was going to say to you about half an hour ago, reminded <laughs> me we were talking about brothers, is what happened last night when we were f- not foraging for food, but certainly searching for somewhere that was still serving. Yeah, and realizing that for some reason on around the coast, they can't eat after eight oh, thirty because they think it attracts mermaids or something. <laughs> <laughs> And it's sirens that come it's out. It's sirens, sirens are coming in. <laughs> no, what, See, honestly, you couldn't even do me a sandwich. No, it's too dangerous. So, um, but we went, we pulled up at that pub, and then that mini, well, not mini, was people car- Excuse me, people carrier of almost identical looking <laughs> metal. <laughs> I forgot. Okay, mate, 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 mate. Yeah. We couldn't figure out. They were like, were they brothers or they just all very similar men? They were all dressed the same. Dressed the same, same looked build. the same. And they were all going, mate, 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 as they walked into mate. the pub. It was amazing. But then we went to that other pub and there were two identical looking men sitting outside. Yeah, and they were eating burgers, same burgers. same. Which they must have ordered an hour in advance because... Same pints of lager, and they were eating the burger in unison, like a mirror image of one another. Mate. Like someone was taking the piss out of us. Well, then because then and then we got back towards Helsey, and so was, we saw some more identical-looking men in the street. We're like, is there, just not, is there a twins convention in town? Or something? I don't know what it was. It's just bizarre, but particularly just the guys getting out of the out of the middle, the people carrying going, May, May, May. It's very strange. Well, Goodwood cars have mentioned. Yes. Worthy of mention. Mm. I think we should just say right at the top, there was a massive crash. Ooh. And it involved a Hyundai slash Hyundai slash Hyundai. Yes, Hyundai. Sorry, I'm just going to go and get a glass of wine from over here. Do it, chat. Do it. Um, So it happened on the Thursday, and it was a pro driver, we believe. And I think it was an Ionic no, 6. Oh, well, now, hello, speaking to you from the kitchen area. I, I thought I, the, the, those guys we met this evening in the chippy, who were the camera guys, they said it was a journalist. Oh, no. Mm. They may I? be wrong. They may be confused. It might have been one of us. Um, so it was an Ionic 6N prototype. So we know the Ionic 5N has just come out. N being their kind of AMG slash M spult uh, equivalent. Bear in mind, it's headed up by Albert Beerman. Albert Beerman, yeah. Uh, XM Spolt. Out of, off of M Sport. No, not M Sport. M Sport, do we mean M Sport? I'm so tired. Yeah, yeah, you're not Malcolm. What am I confusing with? M Sports. You're talking about Malcolm Wilson's rally. Is he M Sport? 
Yeah. Well, what's what's M then? BMW M. BMW M. M division. M. 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 Just M. M. BMW M. Right. Okay. Anyway. Um, Gosh. God, we are. Sorry. The BMW one. The M stands for. The M stands for um, motorsport. Yes. but the the rally team M Sport, the M stands for Malcolm. Malcolm Sport. <laughs> Malcolm Sport. <laughs> yeah, I assume it stands for Malcolm. Of I course think. it does. Yeah, but it's like it should be Wilson Sport. W Sport. Should be W Sport. I suppose M Sport slightly trips off the tongue. Maybe maybe it is actually short for Motorsport. Please welcome secretly. on. Please welcome on stage. Multiple award-winning driver, well-decorated champion, and also. Uh, engineer and bloke that lives up in the northeast, uh, mm. west. Uh, please welcome Malcolm Sport. <laughs> Hi guys, I'm Malcolm Sport. Malcolm's not a sporty name. It's not a sporty name, is it? Well, it's not like Travis Pastrana, where he either sounds like a lead guitarist for Bon Jovi, mm. or or he's. <laughs> You, but you know what I mean? Like, I mean, I've yeah. got a boring name. I can say this. I've got a bloody boring name. Um, but yeah, Malcolm Sport. <laughs> I don't. <laughs> <laughs> I've been to dinner with Malcolm Wilson. Have, Have you? you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've never met him. Nice guy. Yeah, he seems like he's nice. He's guy, um, from I've seen in interviews and stuff. And his place is amazing. Is it? Yeah, what, yeah. What his his workshop or his his house? Or I haven't been to his house. Okay. It's just his workshop. Okay, right. Yeah, where? What is it near Morecambe? It's near Cockermouth, isn't it? Well, it's Cumbria. Yeah. Yeah, I'm sure it's. And what's the forest that they they've got their own practice rally stage up there, which is amazing. Oh, um, the forest of Malcolm. Oh, is that what it is? No, it is now. Yeah, he's bought it and renamed it. He's... Oh, so oh, so so we've got the Goodwood Festival of Speed down yeah. here, but he's going to do the Greek. He's going to do the. The, the Greenwood Forest of Malcolm. Yeah, the Forest of Malcolm. Is, um, is, and, uh, yeah. The Malcolm Forest Stages, <laughs> just which is M M F. A bit sweaty under his MFS. Overall, so he just uh, dabs on some Malcolm powder first. <laughs> Malcolm, Malcolm powder. powder. That's what sounds awful. <laughs> Nigel Mansell's gonna have a word with him about that. You can't market that. I'm about to market Ma- Nigel Mansell. <laughs> But he's not, is he? Oh, I'm just uh, for no reason other than he's a friend of ours. Uh, our friend Jim uh, produced uh, this uh, documentary about Nigel Mansell and Williams recently, Red I, Five, which I was need, on I, I need Sky. To, I need to watch that. It's, it's on Sky. It's available on Now TV as well. I don't know if you can just buy it as a one-off or what have you, or if there are other ways of viewing it. I should have checked this out, but it's very good. Great interviews in it, including with Mansell himself, and great archive and all of that. Didn't we get we got video bombed by Nigel Mansell? Was it last year or the last year? We did, yeah. Doing the Goodwood Festival of Speed uh, reporting. It's yeah, we were doing a short, like one minute guide to that e transit. The fault. It's a supervan. Supervan four, yeah. Basically, Superman. And, um, and Mansell. I think we talked about this in the podcast last year. Mansell just crashed our shot, just walked straight through. This year, yeah. lo and behold, who was crashing our shot? Uh, Shmi, a.k.a. Tim Burton. Out of, off of YouTube. Shmi 150. Uh, yeah. Who he, I've never met before. Yeah, he's a, he's a really lovely guy, actually. introduced me to him. Yeah, he's, he's a, a nice really... Guy. He's a and, decent... Uh, so he's a sweet... I would go as far as to say he's a sweet, sweet guy. And his... Um, we met his girlfriend as well. She was there. We yeah, a yeah, with her. yeah. Um, Round the that mad McLaren. Yes, the, the Solus. The Solus. Solus. 
V10 Solar. V10 Yeah, video game. Quite a cool car. Car made real, and they're selling them. You made an interesting point that there's a lot of these single seater kind of ultra low uh, number, ultra high coin yeah. hypercars coming out. Yeah, there's going to be a lot of friendless billionaires tooling around on tracks soon. I just wonder. And I know the thing is that cars now, that they just become sort of a vessel for wealth, as in a vessel for money to be stored as a physical thing that can be disposed of a later vessel for a large of amount. Cars are now sort of more, they have greater, those kind of cars where have a greater sort of parity with like art or wine or something like that, where yeah. previously the cars weren't of that stature. Yeah. So you could just sort of store some of your money as a physical thing that is a car. Yeah. And then, if you need to sell it, you'll get your money back plus some ish, unless yeah. you buy an Aston Martin Tarafe. Well, the yeah. Gonda Tarafe. <laughs> you discovered Carafe of Tarafe. Carafe of. There's a Tarafe that um, went up for auction. I haven't checked if that's sold. Is it no reserve? Or, or? There's no reserve. Estimation one twenty to one fifty thousand. Well, that was a million dollar car. It was million dollars, and not that many years ago. No, seven years ago, eight years ago. Yeah, yeah, and you never see them. I mean, when was it? Has anybody seen a Lagonda Taraf driving around? They they, belatedly, they I suppose they were offered for sale here. I don't know if they ever made any in right hand drive though, because originally it was Middle East only. It was, yeah. And then they said, "Oh, do you know what? We'll just offer it everywhere." Yeah. Whether anyone ever bought, I'd love one with like a Chevy LS. A motor in it. What, what have you got against the Aston V12? In I just car? don't trust it. <laughs> <laughs> I think there's other parts of that car that could betray your trust, though. So you really just uh, well, you and and again, I'm not, I, I'm not, I'm not fundamentally mistrusting it. But when we had a, a quick eyeball around the the DB12, yeah, which is a very handsome car, and that that colour that it was in that. They do yeah, do green. Color. I mean, Aston do good greens. Yeah. And Porsche do good greens. And the only other green company I would add in there, who I think are, they know what they're doing when it comes to green, is Alpha. Only because mm. that green for the Quadro Foglio yeah. um, Four Cheese yeah. is just the coolest green. Oh, they, there's some Bentley do some decent greens. Oh, I think. they do do. All right. So then Bentley can wade in as well. Yeah. Anyone else wading in while I'm there? You said Porsche, didn't you? So, yeah, I'd say okay. yeah, Porsche, Aston, Bentley. Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. 
an alpha just for that recent quad fog yeah. colour. Well, the, but the green of that Lexus I'm driving is nice. Oh, for goodness sake, <laughs> stop it. <laughs> every, You're ruining everyone it. Everyone does good greens except... Good greens, sweet greens. Yeah, sweet, sweet greens. I love, I mean, I love green cars. <laughs> I absolutely love green cars. Oh, that, well, now, you see, I'm a but, bit, I have a bit of a mixed feeling about green cars because, as you know, I'm quite superstitious. Are I you? Think, yeah. I didn't bloody know that. What? You didn't know that? Why are you superstitious? You it's know bo- I'm superstitious. It's all bobbins. I know it is. I absolutely know it is, but I just, you know... I walk under ladders. You, I oh, love for it. fuck's sake, don't no, do I that. Love well, it. there's it's a practical great. reason not to do that, because something I get dropped on Yeah, but head. I just like to watch watch other people's expressions, because some people are terrified. I wouldn't say I'm terrified, but I just really? wouldn't do it. In fact, funny, if my wife got home the other day, she'd been uh, somewhere uh, and she, with, with someone else, and she, they got back to our house, and, and she went... And we walked under a ladder. We had to, because the ladder was blocking the pavement, and we couldn't get around, because there was something in the road. So we just walked under the ladder... And I was like, what? And so my wife says the person who is racing, she went, see, I told you Richard would freak out about that. If you were a racing driver or, or yeah. rider, uh, yeah. would you have would you have some mad ritual? Yeah, probably. Would you? I've shaken myself out of the lucky pants thing. What? I used to have lucky pants. Listeners, I had no idea about this. But I'm you did, because you know that I salute magpies. I just thought that was because you were strange. Well, it is, but it's because it's superstition. I think I inherited it from my mum because she always said she was superstitious. She tried not to pass it on to her children because she knew it was stupid and irrational, as I do. Is it okay? I mean, I sort of flick the V's to pigeons. No, that's, that's just because <laughs> I hate not a superstition. Just because I hate that's them. That's because you don't like pigeons. I just don't like. Although, I mean, I got woken up. I've been, I'm really tired, partly because of the long days, but also. Got woken up really early by seagulls. Yes, the last two days. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it, they thing. have they have the strangest of startup procedure. <laughs> you know, like you know, like a, like an old you know, like an old tractor which takes a while to catch. Yeah, the engine takes a while to catch. They've actually got a range of sounds, haven't they? It's a, it's amazing. Well, actually, we probably would irritate any ornithologist listening because the seagulls isn't really a thing, is it? They're gulls. They're different kinds of gulls. Gulls of the sea? Gulls. I sound like a very posh person saying girls. Gulls. 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 Gulls, gulls. In the 60s, there was a lot of gulls. You see, in the 60s, there were so many beautiful gulls. Gulls. Surrounded on Carnaby Street, everywhere. Gulls, gulls, gulls. <laughs> short skirts. Maybe they were lovely, about sweet. Seagulls in short skirts. What the fuck? Sweet. It was the 60s. It was fun, time. free, high skirted, high booted. Gulls, gulls, gulls. And then they would steal the chips and fly off. <laughs> um, yeah, uh, yes, girls. The thing, but I was saying to you, I, stayed, <laughs> I was staying at a French flat in London last weekend. Got woken at like four in the morning by fucking parakeets. Because oh yeah, you know parakeets have sort of become a thing in London. There's just loads, and they they they've taken hold. They escape the zoos. Uh, yeah, I can't remember the backstory with these. I think there's, uh, th- there is a... Or are they pets that people couldn't be bothered to well, look I don't know. Them. They're very specifically green parakeets. Okay. And they are noisy bastards. They, sc- they live a long time, don't they? Probably, I don't know. They're bloody everywhere, though. In wow. London. Nowhere else. I don't know how far away. I mean, presumably at some point, you know, 20 years from now, they'll, probably be, they'll be everywhere because they seem to have adapted very well to living in the UK or certainly in London but uh, yeah screeching outside the window in a tree first floor flat tree outside the window screechy fuckers had to close the window on a very hot night <laughs> so I've had a gutful of being woken by unusual birds or just noisy birds gulls gulls I know we've talked about seagulls before because they've got sort of I think they've got three different rev ranges a seagull 
What's yes? I'm trying. They, to have, they have that. Yeah. When they're talking to one another, like going, "I'm the, I'm on this TV area," or you piss off and go on yeah. the other TV area. Yeah. And then they've got the um um. Is it that? And then they do the. And that's like starting up a vintage tractor where it's a real Is it? We're infuriating ornithologists now by not knowing our bird calls, but the the one that. By the way, if you've just tuned into this podcast. yes, if you somehow inexplicably just gone, I'll just do the last 10 minutes or so. And somebody has said, oh, you should listen to this because it's, you know, got guys who talk about cars on it. I mean, it just. Stop listening now mm. for your own safety. Um, we it's just met all bobbins. quite a few people uh, who said things like, oh, now I've got my dad listening to it. Oh, now I've got my brother or I've got my mates listening to it. But then, but that's really nice. And it's really sweet. And it's they wonderful. Go, they, they, they've caught on as well to listening to it and they enjoy it. Well, that's lovely. But there's sort of people who go, I'm going to tell my friends to listen to your podcast. They kind of go, oh, uh, tread carefully. Well, I, yeah. You like, told me it was a car podcast. They were just going on about fucking seagulls for a bit on that last one. I well, or, yeah, but or there, worse. I find there is something haunting and a little depressing about the sound of a lone seagull doing that while flying, and it echoes slightly off buildings. Yeah, I think it reminds me of run-down coastal resorts. Yes, and it just there's something. It's it's a, it's a cold sound. Somehow. It is cold. It's because. It's a, it's a bleak wind That's it, that yes. always decorates it. Yeah. Uh, it's just not a nice sound. It's not nice. Well, anyway, back to Goodwood with the cars. <laughs> anyway. Um, <laughs> so, wh- where were we? Oh, we'll get you so we had crashed Hyundai. Yeah, cars of Goodwood that we, which, what, what, what we off of saw. Off of saw and all that. Well, go on then. Give me some of your ones that have stuck in your mind good, for good or I really like that little AIM or AIM electric coupe designed by... Sh- Shakira. Sh- not Shakira. Shin. No, not Shakira. Shiro Naka. Naka Ducks. No, Shira. I can't remember his name. He's oh, an Nissan of... designer who designed... Nakamura. Nakamura. Shiro Nakamura. Sorry, Shiro. Yeah, X had a design at Nissan, head yeah. of, the, uh, head of the, the, the GTR program. And did work on... Well, I suppose yeah, he's head of design. He gets credit for lots of stuff. But he certainly oversaw... Uh, uh, Dukes and Kashkai's and your favourite. Oh yeah, well the the cube. Sorry, creaky chair. So he was there today. Stood next to this car, this Aim electric little Cooper, which looks, I think, quite a lot like an Alpine in a good way, and it's a similar proportion car. But um, I realised when I went to off of Japan and all that, like quite a few years ago now. It was to do with the... I think it was to do with the GTR. And we had dinner and drinks out with Nakamura one night. And we went up to the sort of like bar on the roof or the top floor of a big hotel. Mm. And there was a band that came on and it was a very, very good Elvis impersonation band. Ah. And so while we were watching that, me and uh, Sharon Nakamura were talking about cubes. and Because I, <laughs> I said, I, at, the, at the time, I, we, I think we had a cube. Yeah. And and I said, oh, uh, I really like the cube. And he said, which colour? And I said, oh, I said, oh, you know, like the sort of powder 
the powder pearlescent blue. He went, launch colour, good colour. <laughs> and I went, yeah, yeah, yeah. So he he's a proper car high. He actually yeah. told me what cars he had. He had some really unusual... Oh, he had a collection? Yeah, it's some rare, rare, weird... Not like loads of cars. Yeah. He probably had like five. Mm. But five interesting things, and they weren't all Japanese market cars. Oh, okay. So he, yeah, he's got good good taste. He's a great guy, and actually very very witty, really witty. Yeah. Well, I love that car. So he's yes, he's come up with this little um, with the Japanese racing team AIM or AAM, I don't know. Um, that little little two seater rear wheel drive electric coupe, but really yeah. pretty little car. Yeah, love that. Um, I've just sorry, I had to I had to go over there because I I realised I got a message from my phone. Um, this is breaking news. It's about half ten on um, Friday night. And um, this message has come in. Important update from the Goodwood Festival of Speed organisers. It is with deep regret that the Festival of Speed will not go ahead tomorrow. Blimey On-site safety is our highest priority and the forecasted high winds will pose a serious risk to the various temporary structures across the site. Sunday will be going ahead as planned. So, well, I mean, people listening to this will know this has happened by now, but this is the sound of us just I don't think that. this has happened before. No, I don't think this has happened before. I don't. I don't know. I, um, that well. might mean that more people watch our videos because we did them on the days when it was open. Yes. I mean, I'm just I'm being very selfish when I say that. I know. Um, yeah. Well, anyway, well so that's, hopefully, that's, hopefully, no cars get get damaged and no people get damaged. No. Yes. But, um, uh, anyway, so well, that's crikey. Well, that's a, that's an absolute shitter for everyone who's got tickets tomorrow. But it at is. the same time. Our experience of leaving the car park this evening after a day of pretty consistent rain was that it was getting quite quagmire Yeah. And I think it would have been... Uh, I, I, obviously, if you missed out on your Saturday at the Goodwood Festival of Speed, you'd be quite pissed off. But just imagine if you'd come and it had been... Which people had come from America, show. Japan. Yeah. Well, we guy got, we met. We met that guy who's listened to the podcast... Who had come from Indiana? Yes, two of them, Indianapolis. Yeah, the pair of yeah. them had come. Two yeah. mates had come from Indiana. Yeah, Indianapolis. Sorry, not Indiana. And um, and he, I, I liked the cut of his jib. He was really good because he'd was, come he was... over to go to the British Grand Prix. He then went to Stuttgart. Yeah, to go to the Porsche Museum. Just popped over. He said, "Popped, popped over, over like for a day." Rented a nine eleven. Yeah, and went off up into the Alps. Yeah. Back to Stuttgart, flew back to the UK to go to Goodwood Festival of Speed. Yeah. What a hero. He's the guy who, on a previous holiday to the UK, while his wife went to Harry Potter World, which he admitted he didn't much care for, so didn't go. No. He was at a loose end. And so on the spur of the moment, he found out you could go and do Silverstone Experience Days and went and did one of those <laughs> instead. He just went... Yeah, in a single seat or something. Yeah, this guy's great. He's just, yeah. he's just seizing the moment. He is. So. He's grabbing grabbing life by the horns. So um, I, well, at least he, he got to see... Talking of today. talking of grabbing life by the horns, and I don't wish to make this uh, podcast turn a sort of slightly toilety theme because oh, I've, I've done that a lot lately, but I have... I cannot... I have to share this information. <laughs> I just have to. Uh-huh. It happened at Goodwood mm. yesterday. Mm. Gents toilets mm. went in mm. and there's there's urinals with dividers between them, mm-hmm. okay? Mm-hmm. And as I went in uh to a cubicle, I noticed there was an old guy. <laughs> there was an old guy, okay, who had he was he had pants and trousers down. Mm. Not all the way down, mm. and he was 
he was holding and texting his on his phone with both hands, mm. and he was basically no-handed urinating. <laughs> Properly ghost-riding. <laughs> well, I, don't, I don't know what you call it. But I've never um, seen it, and I've, I've just didn't know it was a thing you just let yeah. it go the way it wants to go you know like fireman's hose just let it let it run it's a high risk strategy it's so high risk particularly if you're wearing a chino style trousers oh, and he was good. oh well he's I wearing mean. a sand coloured cord but he got them down the half mast he got them down down to above the knee oh it sounds like he's got a practice technique on this maybe and he's he was so the, relaxed he was there spread the legs enough to sort of create some tension to yeah. hold yeah hold yeah. the trouser yeah does anybody do this? I just don't believe that anybody... I think he's the only man in the world that does the no-handed so, uh, waz. It's a confident move. It's a confident... Now, yeah. since you've made it all... Matters, matters of the bathroom. I will just say that we both separately went in to use that men's loo by the driver's <laughs> garden thing. Yeah, where the drivers get changed. Where the drivers get changed. Yeah. And so you walk in and there are lockers and there are benches and it has a very much a changing room vibe, which is because it is a changing room, but it is also a loo. Now, you might assume they are separate, but they're not because you get to the end where the sign for the actual loo is. It's still a locker room. There's just some urinals in it. (laughs) There's poor blokes trying to get into their Nomex on benches, and there's just someone having a slash next to them. I found it really extraordinary. It needed a divider. Yeah, just a divider would have something, a token (laughs) divider, even half height would have just sort of symbolically as much yeah. as anything said yeah. this changing room this where people defecate yeah it i i found that very odd and also it sort of you kind of go oh it's not all glamour is it because no. presumably even if you are jensen button you, yeah, you or still Derek get, warwick or someone yeah you get into your gear I though i picked Derek warwick Do you know what you've got me thinking i'm thinking steve blomquist he'd be a no-handed weir do you think yeah he'd just go straight up to the trough and he'd, he he just have his hands on his hips. Maybe it's an old sort of like it's like a Scandinavian driving technique on snow. If you sort of in doubt, just actually take your hands off and let it. Let the car steer where it wants let to. It, go. Yeah, let it yeah. settle itself. And just use the throttle. Yeah, <laughs> and that's what he's doing. He is. He's, he's just, just, just take your hands off. Use the, just throttle it to yeah. control it's, where it's going. It's just it's pure. It's yeah. It's just acceleration via the urethra. Yeah, that's all it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Good. So, um, okay, well, look, we should that. probably uh, bring this to an end. Um, no, I want to carry on. Thank you to. Uh, do you really? Yes, I want. Do you? Yeah, yeah. I, I thought you were quite tired and ill. I am. I, mean, I am I've quite still got tired. Half a glass of wine left. So, oh, I know what we were going to mention. Oh, uh, I've just, I've just, um, yeah, I've just read it here. Um, I'm not getting. I'm just now getting WhatsApp messages from mates who've got tickets for Goodwood tomorrow. All going, what the f- fuck's sake? One of them just says, <laughs> not that far from here. When I was driving down on Wednesday evening, yeah, I saw an old X Reg. So it would be what late 1999, 2000 millennium, yeah, Citroen. Um, a high-end Citroen was it the XM? It would have still been the XM then, yes. XM, so, yeah. XM, um, and a guy wearing a, a, a presentable, a, a middle-aged man in a presentable suit. Okay. On his own, mm. um, driving the other way. Looked like he was on his way back from work. Mm. 
okay and it just suddenly made me and I wrote it on my phone when I pulled over time warp businessman <laughs> I, I think uh, well, I, is it like some kind of weird version of life on Mars I just think that there's people out there that and, and actually I, I was thinking about this as I saw him I was like he, he'll just have he will have had that car a long time yeah. and it will be the better the devil you know like I've had it a while I like it mm. when things go wrong I kind of know how to sort them or I have a guy <laughs> yes. and, and and I just go to work and I'm the guy in the 20 odd year old car It's mm. I don't I don't go to classic car shows with it it's just, oh, it's just, it's just my car and that I realised I started to sort of think about that and finding it quite charming then I realised my dad was a time warp businessman what? my dad was time warp businessman in the Avenger because oh. he still used it just to go to work in. It was just the car. It was the car. Yeah. Didn't go to classic car shows in it. No, but that was when? What years? Late nineties. Okay, yeah, that's yeah, all right. That's twenty odd years old. Yeah, he was time warp, and he wore a suit. He's time warp businessman. <laughs> so so yeah. he didn't wear a seventies suit. He didn't like flared trousers and very wide lapels. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Not one of those people. You know, occasionally you sort of get those people who just they just live their life like it's nineteen fifty six. Yes, everything were better back then. So I just you know they've got that kind of mad quiffy hair. Oh yeah, and they drive one of those like a Ford Prefect or something. Yeah, just... they wear strictly old spice. Yeah, yeah. Uh, well, no. I mean, what would you? Old Spice is fairly old. I mean, I the name's the clue. Yeah, well, well no, but that's, that's misleading. I don't, well, it, it should be called Really Old Spice, because it used to be just Old Spice, and it's obviously got older. Yeah, <laughs> maybe back then it was just called Spice. <laughs> no, that's a drug, it's synthetic Yeah, drug, well, it is it? now, but it wasn't then. But it's, and it just it just smells of um, brill cream and, and... Soap, just real nice. Soap, because it smells soap. soapy. A good soap, but like also incredibly hard, very drying soap. <laughs> <Just> <laughs> and of course, because he's a man's man, no yeah. moisturizer. No moisturizer. No, no, and obviously, he doesn't drink water because, <laughs> as we've established, that would be ridiculous. You're a pussy um, if you drink anything more than a thimble of water a day. Yeah. <laughs> Even that might be considered giving in to nature. Uh, no, I was. Uh, what else was I going to say since we're still carrying well, on? If anyone knows of any time warp businessman or you, you're understanding what the hell I'm on about... It may, it may. You can, you can get in touch with us, as always, on this podcast, off of the address, the email address. Which you can't remember. No, which is hello <laughs> at smithandsniff.com. Smith com. See, I know it. There. I knew. Um... The, well, I was going to... Uh, so go on, I'll And we have merchandise for sale. Oh, yeah, it's OK. We've got a song at the end. Of the oh, yeah, right shit. Now, yeah, you just don't worry about um, it. Just listen to that, yeah. The uh, uh, Road to Selsey. Selsey. Where we were staying. There was sort of a straight bit. And then suddenly it got very windy. It did. And on the straight bit, I go on oh, a bit on the way there for the first time. I was a bit thirsty, so I I just I had a bottle of water, like one of our. In fact, for, speaking of our merch, one of our Smith and Sniff water bottles. I don't think we sell anymore, <laughs> so I shouldn't mention it. Oh, do we? I can't, I can't remember. Uh, we should check the stock on. It. <laughs> <laughs> we're so, yeah, we're so good at this, and um, it's a screw cap. Yes, but it's fine. It's a straight road. It yeah. wasn't tightly done up, so I just unscrewed the cap. Dropped into the cup holder, yep. took a couple of swigs, and then the road got twisty, and there was no opportune moment to. And it was still quite a full bottle of water. Put the cap back on, so I'm in a, a, a non-geared car because it's electric, and the, it wasn't like doing the Stelvio Pass. There were just sort of some sweeping curves, but there were enough of them that it was like. And I suddenly thought this might make quite a good round of the Rally Championship. 
Oh. You've got to do what you normally do, but unfortunately only one-handed because you're holding quite a full bottle of water at the same that's a, time. That's a great idea. Yeah, I thought it was all right. The full bottle rally. Full bottle rally, and it's like, well, oh, full bottle, like as in you've got to have real confidence. Yeah. Or if like full throttling, you get no, no. You've full literally bottle. got a full bottle of water. <laughs> that's actually, it's not or, the worst idea. Do you know what? There's not so much peril in water, is there? Because you just go, well, it's gone on my race suit, it'll dry. That's fine. Yeah, it's if not it was neat. olive oil, that's a nuisance. You wouldn't neat. want to spill olive oil on your suit. What about a neat Ribena? That's very staining, yes. Yeah, and also in the summer, an attractor of oh, bugs. God, yeah, <laughs> as soon as you stop at the service halt, it's wasps all over you. <laughs> fact say. Yeah, okay. I'd I'd like that idea, the full bottle rally. The full bottle rally, but I'm just wondering. Great, great name. Ribena is bad. Olive oil is bad. Yeah, they are. Just, or I sometimes uh, make this a stir fry recipe where you um, you you sort of marinate the chicken first in a concoction which includes monster. Uh, no, don't <laughs> <laughs> stop doing that one because you have it for dinner. You then don't go to bed till five a.m. Uh, no, that it has that fish sauce. Yes, that's used a lot in Asian cooking. Yes. Well, it was in sort of Far Eastern... Uh, and what Asian is it, country. though? Well, it's... I don't know, ground Don't say it's oil. the source of a fish. Well, I think it is. It's got fish in it, I presume. I actually haven't checked. It's like, it was also the same recipe. You use oyster sauce, that thick sauce. Yeah. I don't know if that's got real so oysters. squeezing oysters. I don't know. It's a bit silly, isn't it? Do you milk the oysters? Or you just put them in a vice, household vice? <laughs> You'd get bits of shell in it, wouldn't yeah, you? Yeah, yeah, you would. No, I don't know. But that fish sauce... Or fish sauce rally. Oh. A, a brimming bottle of fish sauce that you don't want to spill yourself. Oh. I just... Well, on the late... You remind me, on the late break show, we did a car cave, like, walk around a guy's collection in his garage. Really interesting bloke called Craig, mm. who's a quite mad. He's a privateer, motorcycle, uh, um, sidecar racer. Mm. Does the TT as a privateer and everything. Got some cool cars, one of which is a purple Diablo 30th anniversary oh. edition. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Was it the SE30? Was yes, it yeah. was the SE30, and it's mint. Oh. And he drives it, he, he, he re- casually referred to it early on in the conversation as his gravy car. <laughs> and I thought, I don't know what he means. What's the gravy car? <laughs> I just think it was sort of some sort of cockney rhyming. I don't, yeah, I don't know what. It's all gravy, yeah. Yeah, you know, like, I was thinking, oh, does it mean, like, the one that's worth the most or yeah. the one that... It turns out he goes every Sunday to his local pub, which is a few miles away down the road, down a mm. country road, mm. um, to buy his dog gravy oh. Oh. to bring it home. Oh, so he doesn't go for a roast. Hmm. He doesn't really buy any food, it seems, or not regularly. <laughs> he, he 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 knows the pub well because he, I don't know, he drinks there and stuff. And they, they pre-prep a, not a jug of gravy, but hmm. a, you know those 1970s police film polystyrene cups with an ill-fitting lid? Yes. One of those with thick gravy in it. Just for the dog. And he, yeah, and he said... This is my gravy car," he said. "I just," he said. "I just get, I just get <laughs> it. Gravy I get in it. I drive the back way. Then it's like uh. I don't know, five, four miles, five miles. I do four miles back. But he said, the, the, he said the gravy test. He said the gravy, gravy car has to be really good. 
I drive what? with the gravy between my legs because a, lot, because a lot of the cars don't have cup holders. Oh. And I'm like, what? He goes, yeah, I, I, I clench it between my thighs. But it's a squeezy cup. I know. I mean, it's just suicide. <laughs> oh my God. What, what are you doing? And he says, I do that. And then I drive. I mean, I, I, I got to drive the car a little bit. Heavy clutch on that. Serious. Yeah. So his leg, he's not clamping it because one of his legs, both his legs, really are moving, but particularly the left one well, is just, moving a it's lot. Just, it's just—I mean, it's like a—it's like a detailer's worst nightmare. Well, I just uh, this, so much of this story is confusing me. It's this is gravy car. But it's also it's a freaking Diablo SE30. I know. Why does he just buy a micro or something well, to do the gravy either. run? What he bought? He bought. Does he, a, oh, does he need the speed of the Diablo because he doesn't want the gravy to go cold? He could be. Does the dog like warm gravy? It's a fucking dog. The dog well, the thing is, he's, he, bought, he, he bought a car purely for his dog. Uh, when, when the new defender, when the new defender came out, he, he bought a new defender. He didn't need it because he yeah. had a Volkswagen Transporter, which was a nice one. Yeah, which had tasteful mods, mm. and um, he bought like a really highly spec Defender 110 mm. because he he thought his dog would like it. It was his dog's Christmas present. He's such a fascinating guy. He's funny. He's so funny. What kind of dog is this? Oh, bollocks. I can't remember. I'm uh, picturing an Alsatian. I don't know yeah, well, I think it was an Alsatian. Okay. It was. It was big and it was well behaved. So I think it was. <laughs> well, that doesn't really narrow it well, down. Well, Alsatians are sort okay. of ex-police, are they? cross off the list, but otherwise... They're ex-police spec. Ex-police spec, they are, aren't they? Yes. Yeah, no, That's sorry. Because I was thinking when you said dog eating gravy, I imagine like a massive tray of gravy, like an old ice cream tub of gravy. Because no. when I was in the Cubs once, I for, for very, very complicated reasons, but, but it was not complicated. One of the scout or cub leaders was a police officer. He was a dog handler. Okay. And we had some kind of event in the Scout Hut where they'd been catering and, and there was loads of custard left over, like a massive tray. It is custard. so 80s. And they, it's for some reason, Gordon, the police officer, was there, but he brought the police dog with him because I think the dogs live with their handlers. They they certainly did. Used they to, did, yeah. yeah. I don't know if they do that anymore. But, uh, and, um, and he brought the dog. I can't remember what the dog was called, but... And someone just put the, they they put the the tray of custard on the floor and the dog just devoured it. That can't be good. I don't know if it is. This feels like something that would not happen. A load, now. load it's of a e- very eighty story. E number custard. Massive police German shepherd. Dog Can you imagine the dog like a lunatic at a huge catering tray of custard, really yellow custard because oh, well, it's the 80s. The dog gets in the van the next morning. It's got well, a proper pot bang map on the go, yeah, hasn't what it? Is coming out it's absolutely the, end of the dog Daffy ducking. Yeah. I don't know, maybe it's... It, 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 <laughs> I mean, you're to the bloke, you know you're not supposed to give dogs chocolate because yeah. it, it can kill Is it lethal? Yeah, it can be, yeah. It depends on the strength of the chocolate. I, I didn't realise it was so it. lethal. Yeah, but I was convinced that this is something that dogs have just come up with in the last 20 years because I swear when I was a kid in the 80s that I, a dog I had a mate and a Labrador which would eat anything and included, like, you know, eating Kit Kats and shit, but maybe not. Or maybe the dog, in fact, got really sick and we didn't know. And it did die. I don't think they've changed the design of dogs since the 80s. That's <laughs> not really. I mean, obviously, doodles and things have come along, but that's by the by. Dog the digestive design. system of dogs has not actually changed. They haven't all gone, let's fuck around by not having chocolate anymore, lads. And raisins, we're not allowed those anymore. Do New dogs rules. eat raisins? They're not allowed raisins. Seriously? Yeah. Well, well, we, 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 we're going on. I mean, any other cars you're interested in? The Rolls-Royce <laughs> the, the, the Rolls Sphincter? 
The Rolls-Royce Sphincter. Oh, the Spectral yeah. Spectre. Spectre. Yeah, the Spectre. Spectre with the Spectre. <laughs> I saw one this morning. As we were uh, queuing to get into Goodwoods uh, by the Rolls-Royce factory, people who do good greens. There's another one, Rolls-Royce. Oh, bummer. A very nice, very nice green painted Spectre. Spectre came across the roundabouts in front of me and it looked superb. Super. Super. So that's good. Uh, what else did I like? Um, I I can't think now. I think I'm too tired to recall recent memories. Well, we're, we're really good at... Rec- I mean, obviously, Porsche's 75th birthday, Land yeah. Rover's 75th oh, birthday. Oh, all right, 959. I saw... We did. I we saw admired beautiful it. Porsche Museum, 959. We yeah. took a picture of ourselves going... Ooh, we did which you put on our socials yeah we are on Instagram we are on Instagram yeah we're not on um, not on Twitter as Smith and Sniff not on Twitter as Smith and Sniff we should probably activate our what's it called sachets what what's the new thing called threads threads the Instagram that is Twitter oh yeah we yeah okay we'll we'll just activate it because if you've got the Instagram yeah where I haven't got Sniff Petrol because I'm Sniff underscore Petrol on Instagram yeah because someone else has taken Sniff Someone took on. Car Pervert. Really? Yeah, so I'm Johnny Car Pervert on, on Instagram. Do this? Well, it's like... Oh, I like asked for it back because they don't use it. Oh, really? You no, see, the guy, the guy who is Sniff Petrol on Instagram, he does use it, but I messaged him a couple of weeks ago and went, yeah, can I just... It's just... It's kind of like... It's my website and my thing. I don't know why you've used it and could, could we do a swap or something? Which, you know, it's like... I can't stop him. It's just say, look, right. I'll, I'll send you a Smith & Sniff mug. I'll send you a, I'll send you a mug which says it'll do that all day. <laughs> but there's no suggestion. That, I mean, it's weird, isn't it? It, it, it? It's he uses. I don't think he follows me on Instagram, but he's using the name of my website that I've used for twenty years. That's odd. Why? Okay. He's American as well, so petrol is not even a word. Oh, yeah. he? he should no. sniff gas if anything. Yeah, I don't know. If you're listening, please could we do some kind of swap? I don't know. Yeah, like the underscore amnesty. annoys me just because I'm a pedantic man and because yeah. I'm sniff petrol one thing on Twitter. But anyway, that's by the by. We are uh, sniff Smith and sniff. We are on Instagram, aren't we? And there's a picture of us going oh, looking at a nine five nine. Lovely Porsche Museum nine five nine. Yeah. I still love a nine five nine. Now outside, just before we finish, outside the Goodwood House, mm. there's always a big sculpture. Yeah. And no exception this year. Big sculpture, which has probably been battered by 55-mile-hour winds. Don't so worry. if you've got a near-priceless, upside-down early Porsche 356. Or the, the, what was that race car? Is it a 962 that was on? Yeah. Well, we had down. a little bit of an inside knowledge as to what they've done to those cars. Yeah. The 962 is, is entirely wrapped in helicopter tape. Yeah. Including, they've used some trickery to secure the windscreen wiper to the screen because it's upside-down. If they didn't, it yeah. just flops away and looks rubbish. And they've taken the engine out. Oh, have they taken the engine out, out of well? the race car because they, it it didn't want to be even with no fluids in it. They just said you don't want any water ingress. Yeah, fair enough. It's not covered by anything, and gravity's not doing its thing. Yeah, when and it is, um, the three five six, the seats are not. They don't latch in place. Yeah, they just fall forward. So they just flop forwards because they've got a tilt mechanism, and they just flop forward. So they've had to fabricate something just to hold them in place yeah. while it's up there. Yeah. So there's a lot of clever work gone on, so yeah. these cars look right when they're up there. But, but I think a suggestion for Charlie March, um, anyone listening at Goodwood, I'd really like to see on the lawn outside of Goodwood House just a selection of stationary engines. 
<laughs> on, on you know like skipping around on a skid well we did sort of impromptu not- workshop a new idea for perhaps it's an additional event at Goodwood because they have a festival speed revival members meeting but then we're just gonna we've, we've maybe pitched to him soon weekend at Charlie's house oh, be brilliant. it's a much more casual event so everyone turns up with a dressing gown and a tube of Pringles <laughs> I don't know why a slab of cans would do with Bag of cans, a slab of cans. Slab of cans. Slab of cans. Do that thing. They do that at the Bathurst Thousand race. Oh, you're beer not to, Well, yeah, because you're not supposed to bring in more than a certain amount of beer, but the amount of beer you're allowed to bring in is a slab per day. Which is unacceptable as well. Well, very for some people. Some Australians go, what? That's not enough. It's a bloody car race. Yeah. It goes on all the time. Going to need and I think that. with the, do- with the dawning of pin drops on phones, yeah, oh yeah, you can properly mark the spot, um, yeah, of where your beer burial ceremony yeah. took See, once, place. Once some um, squirrels get hold of mobile phones, there's going to be far fewer oak trees growing unexpectedly in places where squirrels have buried nuts. Oh, yeah, yeah, because they'll be able to find them again. Hadn't thought of that. Mm. Well. Well, listen, um, I'm going on the hunt for some Time Warp businessmen. Okay. Um, um, I um, Before I go to bed. I'm just going to go f- go to bed, I think. But um, We don't normally do late night podcasts. No, we don't, do we? Uh, this, is bit, 11, this is 11. It's interesting. This is sort of 11. sniff after dark. Is it 11? Christ, it's 11 okay. at night. That's why we're tired. Um, well, thank you ever so much for listening. Thank you particularly to listeners who came up and said hello to us in the past couple of days. Um I don't want to sound like a prick by saying we were inundated, but we did have a lot of people talking to us, which was really, really nice. It was one. It was wonderful. Thank um, you. Thank and, you. Uh, sorry, because we had a nice chat with a few people. And sorry if we cut short conversations because we were sort of being beckoned over by our film crew and producer to go and do the thing we were here to do. But um, thank you to everyone who came and say hi. Uh, we gave away a load of stickers. That was all lovely. All right. Well, we should wrap this up. Uh, before we do, though, uh, I have three things to tell you. Um, uh, one, uh, Johnny has a solo YouTube channel. It's called The Flaky Snake Show. Oh, in which gosh. Johnny talks to legless reptiles that have skin conditions oh. this week, having a chat to an adder with eczema. <laughs> um, if that's not to your taste, because I just made it up, then there is always The Late Break Show. Lots of excellent videos on there. What have we got coming up this weekend? Well, the, Oh, no, you've already done it, haven't you? Yeah. Or have you got another one on Sunday? So got one on Sunday. Which so is? if you haven't seen the Ionic 5N first look, which went out on Thursday, this Sunday's... Possibly the lightest new car on sale. Oh, it's that, of course. It's the little, lovely, sweet, charming, lesser-known Pembleton T24. Yeah. A really fascinating car. And and I urge you, listeners, to go and watch it, um, just to see what you think, really. It's a really interesting, brand-new, old-school, 1920s-looking V-twin four-wheeled car. Like a quadricycle, but not. Mm. Um, And actually quite peppy. Peppy. And well-made and eccentric. Interesting. Yeah. Okay, I'll be watching that. Um, second and and thing, 361 kilos. I still can't believe that. Uh, That's it, nutty. It, it, it's so light. Mm. Uh, second thing I have to tell you is that we are uh, on the Goodwood YouTube channel. So when you finish watching Johnny's Late Break Show video, go over there, Goodwood Road and Racing, on YouTube. Um, our auction video is up there I don't know by the time you hear this what else might be up there but there is that probably the supercar paddock walk probably I was told that the first glance paddock was a fast turnaround one so that should be up Um, commiserations to everyone who um, wasn't able to go to Goodwood on Saturday we have only just found this out because we're talking to you on Friday evening but yeah Yeah. that sounds like a bit of a 
a shame um, but hopefully Sunday will still be on uh, and the third thing I've got to tell you is I haven't, I haven't got anything prepared oh yeah we were talking before about Sweet Child of Mine and the end of that yeah where do we go now where, where do, we, do go? we go now which we were speculating was inspired by Axl Rose driving round and round and round about on the outskirts of Chichester and just not knowing which shouting at his wife and kids yeah <laughs> which exit but no that was actually that was an ad lib Okay. He didn't. They hadn't got the lyrics for that bit, and he was just in the vocal booth, just vamping, as you might say, or just ad libbing, just trying to sort of fill it in. So he's like, he'd done the rest of the words, and then he was just like, "Where do we go now?" So we just sang that. Where do we go? And they liked it, and it sounded good. So and then he goes, "Ay, ay, 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 ay." It's actually the best part of that song. Yeah, well, it's good. But well, I like songs where there's the sort of something that you're looking forward to that's the best bit, but they make you wait for it a little bit. Yeah, like the chorus in Fast Car. Yes, uh, or the chorus in uh, Tiny Dancer. Oh yeah, or that bit for that. that. Just such crisp, neat drum filling in um, that Simple Minds track. Um, Don't you forget about me. That lovely, lovely bit where it quietens down and then the drums just smash back uh, in. Yeah. I love that bit. If I, I, I sacrifice driving carefully to be able to use both <laughs> hands to, to fill that in properly with an air, a tight air drum session. It has to be done. It has yeah, to be executed. Quite spacious production. You know the ones. Anyway, it's just it's a proper tune. It is. It's a proper tune. All right. Well, anyway, that is enough for this. We really have gone on a bit. We um, have, haven't we? But thank you ever so much for listening. Uh, we will. We're looking forward to it. So if you're here listening to this on Monday, on Wednesday, we will see uh, some of you at our Bista live show, and then you'll hear the fruits of that. Yes, low-hanging fruits. The (laughs) strongbow dark fruits of that (laughs) the following Monday. So uh, see you then. But for now, goodbye. Bye now. Thanks, please. Mugs, T-shirts, stickers. Mugs, T-shirts, stickers. Mugs, T-shirts, stickers. We might do hats soon. We haven't decided. This may come as a surprise. But Smith and Sniff have merchandise. You won't believe your eyes. Smith and Sniff have merchandise. Sadly, we don't do pies. But Smith and Sniff have merchandise. One day we might sell ties. Smith and Sniff have merchandise. Well, this is Smith and Sniff, a podcast. No. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Go on. Shit, hell. Okay, right, ready? Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.